0: hi there it's take two with jerry and debbie and you getting underway here on ewtn radio along with debbie giorgiani i am jerry usher the show team today is our producer matt I'm in mean, call screener Matt, our producer Ace, and on social media is Charles Beery and Debbie. It is You Choose Week, continuing today.
1: A very exciting week where you submit uh, these wonderful topics for uh, for at, for the discussion of the whole Take Two family when we do these live broadcasts, and you suggest them, you submit them, and then uh, Ace uh, chooses, and we um we you guys take it away. Okay, we just introduce it. So here we go. I uh, just wanted to first uh, say to our YouTube and. Facebook uh, groups going Hi you guys, you guys are awesome Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Jerry and Debbie Facebook page Jerry and Debbie Facebook page Hopefully Jerry uh, starting uh, next month will post an update like once a month on how he's doing uh, with his pastoral year in uh, Florida so that's very exciting and Jerry we actually got a lot of messages last night, late last night they, they came through directly to me uh, they they had gone back and listened to the podcast and they caught the news that you are uh, back for in uh, formation for uh, priestly ordination, so very exciting, and so a lot of folks uh, like Beverly and others are saying congratulations, Jerry. Um, so that'll be on Facebook, uh, Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. But the reason why I'm highlighting our video stream today is because I am wearing a Saint Vincent de Paul um, ball cap, and I do that on purpose. It's not because I have a bad hair day or anything like that. It's because today. Is the Feast of St. Vincent de Paul. And I promised the fine folks at St. Vincent de Paul that at least once a month, I would wear the hat because I am a firm believer of the work that they do in the community. My mother loved St. Vincent de Paul societies, the chapters all around the country. She actually devoted a lot of time and and money towards St. Vincent de Paul because she believed in what they're doing, helping people that are most in need. So please, on this beautiful feast day of St. Vincent de Paul, don't Forget your local St. Vincent de Paul thrift store or um, chapter there. Uh, you know, they're doing great work. I know that at, at the parishes, they're passing the bucket around, you know, the blue St. Vincent de Paul bucket. Um, so that's always a good thing. But Jerry, you choose week. John said, and he asked, he wants to know the Take Two family's thoughts on their favorite Catholic authors. Mm.
0: That's right. If you have a favorite, maybe you're a really uh, very avid reader. My sister was, God rest her soul. She would have two or three things going at one time, books. If you're a reader and you have a favorite author or authors, please weigh in on that right now. 833-288-EWTN. 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six, and it could be someone who writes theological works, spiritual books. Um, there's all kinds, of, every genre, by Catholic authors out there. So, who's your favorite? Eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six,
1: and we have suggested um, t- uh, reading um, products and, and books on our website take 2 showcom and there are many authors we recommend and actually if Ace McKay our producer if you can add this book onto our suggested reading list it would be my son Carlo um, by Antonia Salzano, the mother of Blessed Carlo Acutis, excellent book, um, but a favorite Catholic authors. Jerry and here on take two, obviously. Um, remember, we had we have um, the inspired by ba- by faith book and fellowship club, which is now transitioned after several years to the fellowship club. But the book club, Gigi, our facilitator, was was introducing books every single month. So we've read everything from Mother Angelica, Raymond DeRoyo. Um, uh, Father Benedict Groeschel, Dr. Scott Hahn, Tim Staples, Behold Your Mother. Okay, it goes on and on. So many great authors, and uh, it has been amazing. But, but uh, just to let you know, this morning, I got three messages, and they voted for G.K. Chesterton.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I figured a lot of people would like Chesterton. He is definitely high on the list of a lot of people's favorite Catholic authors. Um, what about you, Take-Two family? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a spiritual work, an autobiography, like somebody like St. Therese of Lisieux. Maybe you like Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, Debbie mentioned Chesterton. How about uh, maybe St. Thomas Aquinas? Maybe you like to dig deep into philosophy and theology, somebody like St. Thomas Aquinas, or anybody else. If, it, if they're a Catholic author, let us know about him or her today on this program phone lines wide open right now 833 um, 288
1: I would definitely say Dr. Scott Hahn um, you you can't go wrong with um, right. with uh, Dr. Scott Hahn and I know Jerry he was one of your professors correct?
0: He was yeah at Franciscan University. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, he wasn't doctor then, was he? Was he just Scott Hahn?
0: I'm not Professor Scott you know Hahn. What? My aging memory doesn't recall whether he was Doctor <laughs> Scott Hahn yet or not. I think it might well, have been. It might have come after that. Yeah.
1: Wow, very cool, very cool. So we want to hear from you. And actually, John, one of our uh, wonderful listeners of of the Take Two family, he wants to hear from you. He wants to know your favorite Catholic authors. Could you please call this number and tell us eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six, and you mentioned Saint Thomas Aquinas, the Summa, obviously going deep, and 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 in this week where we have the Archangels' feast day and the Guardian Angels, the Summa is just the premier um, uh, work on the on the angels uh, by Saint Thomas Aquinas. But I would I would also say to the diary. Of St. Faustina. That diary is golden. That diary is golden. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So please tell us 833-288-3986.
0: Alright, you can also email your thoughts on today's topic, favorite Catholic authors, to take two at EWTN.com. You can post on the show website, which is showcom where we always have the prayer book wide open 24-7 if you have prayer intentions. And if you're among the many watching the video stream on YouTube or Facebook, hi to you folks. You can po- uh, post your comments there, and as I mentioned, Charles Beery will get those over to us today on a uh, Google Doc that we share here between uh, me and Debbie and the show team. But... We need you to make it a show. We need you to participate. It is your show each and every day. So where are you, and who is your favorite Catholic author or authors? 833 288 3986.
1: I just love this. Kathy weighed in, and Kathy just said, "Um, I'm reading Blessed Carlo Acuti's book by his mother. Thank you, Kathy. It's a great book. You're going to love it. In that book, he has the recipe, Jerry, of bypassing purgatory and Mm. getting straight to heaven. Wow. I'll take that. Okay, you guys. What'd you say?
0: I'll take that.
1: Me too. Me too, Jerry. Okay, you guys. Tell us your favorite Catholic authors today on You Choose Week. We need your help. 833-288-3986. We'll be right back.
0: Well, it's midweek here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN. Not just any midweek. It is middle of the You Choose Week. We have asked you several weeks ago... To submit some topic suggestions, and we picked one of them from a listener named John, who wanted us to talk about our favorite Catholic authors. So, whose whose works do you love to read? Maybe you get inspired. Maybe it's part of your prayer time, your spiritual reading, and you just take it little bits at a time. Maybe maybe the four evangelists Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Maybe they're your favorite authors. Weigh in today on that at eight three three. 288-3986. We will go to the phones right after I remind you that EWTN's Vatican Bureau, you can watch all of the important events from Rome. That's even if you don't have TV access, because we utilize the latest technology and have made it possible to watch the latest news from the Holy See, all delivered directly to your home via live stream. So you can watch uh, the news, EWTN's Vatican Bureau from Rome to your home, live on EWTN YouTube, and also follow us on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. There you go.
1: Okay, we're getting a lot of comments on YouTube and Facebook, so we'll get to social media and your favorite Catholic authors. We will get to it. Um, but we're going to go to the phones first because Carol in Henderson, Nevada has been waiting so patiently listening on the EWTN app. Hello, Carol. Welcome. Hi.
3: Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Uh, my favorite book, I, I just love to read and I just wish everybody could read it is that mystical city of god by sister mary agrita
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, she was a nun you know back i think in the 1800s it supposedly was dictated by from the blessed mother the story of her life mm-hmm. and everything through jesus and this book is just it's just amazing it's such an eye awakener it's mm-hmm. as big as a bible but and it'll take you some time to get through it but it, it just uh, touched me so much it Uh, Helped me realize a lot of things, uh, you know, that I've been taught that maybe fully didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes take it with me into adoration so I can understand it better because Mm -hmm. there is a lot to digest there. I don't know if you've read it or not.
0: I have not, but I've heard a lot about it, Carol, and you mentioned it takes a while to read it. I'm wondering if you can just uh, enlighten us here as to how you approach a, a work like that, because it is really a deep, spiritual uh, type of uh, type of work, and uh, so how do you, do you take it little bits at a time to use it during your prayer time? How exactly do you uh, digest that? It,
3: it, it does have, like, little, uh, I don't want to say chapters, but it, it, it's broken up into, like, little chapters
0: like that, mm-hmm.
3: and... Uh, and it's broken up into four parts. Like it, it's the early life of the Blessed Mother and Jesus, and then it goes into, uh, you know, his passion, and then it goes into, like, after his passion, after his death with the apostles and the Blessed Mother did. And, uh, you know, it's broken up into sections like that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and it's, it, yeah, I take it to adoration, and I'll read, like, a little chapter here and there at a time and ask them to, you know, Holy Spirit to inspire me to understand right. things better. Cause it mm-hmm. kind of gets into the heart of the Blessed Mother and her relationship with Jesus and mm-hmm. things that happen. It's, it's just really a wonderful book. Well, and
1: and Carol, I just wanted to comment on that Mary of Agreda. I've read a, a few uh, different accounts. A private revelation is what it is, so um, it's very interesting, um, very detailed. Um, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't um, Mel Gibson's *The Passion of 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 the Christ*? Um, and Mel Gibson used Mary of Agrita uh, for some of uh, going to, to that private revelation to develop the the film. Did you did you hear that too?
3: I have heard that. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. true or not, but I have heard that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, yeah, see, watching the movie, I saw that movie. It does seem like it is in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, some of it.
1: Right. And, there's and, so
3: and, much more.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I will tell you, um, the... the um, speaking about Mary and the details of Mary and her relationship of, with Jesus uh, through the mystics, I think is, and and again, it is private revelation, so we're not required as Catholics to believe these details. However, they do fill in the missing puzzle pieces that we as, you know, human beings, when we're trying to figure out the relationship, right, or, or what happened, or the day-to-day existence, it does make sense. And it does um, enhance, I believe, Believe, because I, I agree with you with Mary of Agreda, Saint Bridget of Sweden. It goes on and on how uh, the accounts of these private revelations um, they they do enhance your understanding and intimacy with with your devotion to the Blessed Mother and of course Jesus Himself. Would you agree with that, Carol? Right,
3: right. And I guess mm-hmm. Rome has also said that there's nothing in the book that just you know that uh, it goes against our Catholic faith. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, but because she's not a saint yet, they can't really promote it. But um, yeah,
0: she's venerated. You know, yeah. It
5: is, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful, Carol. Thanks so much for uh, getting be uh, being a part of the conversation today. I Appreciate that very greatly. Mm-hmm. As we were talking about your favorite authors, who is who is a Catholic author you like to read, study, pray with, uh, just to uh, be filled with God's wisdom by reading their works. Eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six. Yes.
1: So, can I share something real quickly? Because I, w- I mentioned um, Mel Gibson's *The Passion of the Christ*. Do you realize that film came out in two thousand and four? Mm-hmm. And now, twenty years later, he is going to do the resurrection. He's going to focus on the, resur- the resurrection. Twenty years later, is that amazing? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's hard to believe. I remember uh, the first time I've, so- I've watched the movie several times. I remember the first time. And it's hard to believe. You're right that it was almost twenty years ago.
4: 20 Beautiful. Years.
0: I just, you know, I the uh, the job that Jim Caviezel did in that movie um, mm-hmm. should uh, that movie should have won all kinds of uh, what, what are they Academy Awards, Oscars, things like that. Yeah. But yeah. But I guess it didn't because it's a uh, you know, devoutly yeah. Christian presentation. But
1: I, I just, I, every year we we watch that film mm-hmm. uh, during Holy Week, every year. And it's it gets harder and harder every year. The older I get, the closer I get to my own, uh, mm-hmm. you know, death. It gets harder and harder at, to watch it. But I'll tell you what, it is amazing and it does leave an impact. So I look forward to the resurrection film that's supposed mm-hmm. to come out next year. Definitely. Okay, Jerry, so Rosalind is a first-time caller. And Rosalind is in the Villages in Florida, and Sirius XM 130. Rosalind, thank you so much for um, gracing this conversation and telling us the
5: author that you like. Yes. um, Can you hear me? Very well. Excellent. Uh, My uh, favorite Catholic author is Flannery O'Connor, and the um, reason I like her is that she treats and addresses evil. And um, the concept of mercy and God's mercy. And her, her short, she's a, she's a fiction writer, uh, dead, um, and uh, died in the 19, 1960s, had a mm-hmm. short life. Mm-hmm. And um, she spoke very clearly about evil and mercy. And her um, stories, short stories, she always wrote short stories. Uh, I found them fearing, and I had to basically put them aside for a long time. Um, in the in the process of her short stories, by the one that I call, recall um, imprinted on her mind is a good man is hard to find. And um, I found out later I was supposed to be looking for where the mercy was introduced. And I believe um, on thinking about it, I know now, Flannery O'Connor introduced the concept of mercy when this grandmother uh, was pleading with a killer to not uh, shoot her um, grandchildren. And um, Flannery O'Connor actually drew the scene where the grandmother could not see the grandchildren. They had been physically separated from her. She was alone at this point in the short story with the killer. And I believe he had already killed the uh, mother and father. Um, and so the grandmother knew that, and she knew what was likely to happen. And she became completely um, in love with the killer. She gave him... She plainly wrote beautifully about how the grandmother basically talking to this man, I love you. And she never... I don't think Lannery used the word God. She spoke directly as if she were God, this grandmother did. And um, sure enough, when you get to the end of the story, uh, each of the three children or two children were shot. The grandmother heard them. And ultimately, the killer killed her. And the last line of that short story, the short story named The Good Man, It's Hard to Find, um, was searing too. Uh, and I wish I could remember it in heart by yeah. heart, but he basically said, um, you, you would have been a good person if you had done this or that. <laughs> and I, I haven't mind that, that statement. In fact, I continued to read her short stories. I found them all so hard. Flannery takes you so close to evil through her words. Um, The last one, the one, the last short story, I believe that she wrote before she died prematurely in her 40s, was most hopeful. And I thought, oh, how appropriate that God would give us that. So that's my, that's my Mm -hmm. story about Flattery O'Connor.
0: Well, it seems like you don't know that much about Flannery O'Connor, Rosalind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you are amazing. Um, you, you had so many beautiful details. Yeah, she, I, I think she uh, died of complications from lupus, if I'm not mistaken. And she was, I, I don't think, even quite 40 years old, as you were saying. Um, and some of her works were uh, actually published uh, after her, her death, posthumously. So um, you've, really, uh, you've really taken that to, deeply to heart, Rosalind. it sounds like, her works.
5: I have, and I'm looking forward to being able to pick them up and start reading them again. I Mm -hmm. did have to stop. It it was, I can't get that close to evil. She's such an amazing writer. Uh, But I'm looking forward to getting back into it, and um, it shows EWTN carries um, that will give me, I think, the strength to get back there and to look for the mercy. It's Mm -hmm. about the mercy. The mercy. Wow. Wow.
1: Rosalind, you are awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your, your day and sharing with us. This helps us tremendously. And I'm sure John, who suggested this topic, is pleased as well. Thank you, Rosalind. Okay, Dave M. on uh, YouTube says, My favorite is St. Catherine of Siena. The reflections and selections of her writing shared in the Magnificat always speak to me. Also, Father Donald Haggard from St. From Patrick's Cathedral in New York City.
0: Mm-hmm. How about the great Fulton Sheen? Any any fans of Fulton Sheen listening right now? Love to hear from you. Uh, even you know the Popes, Pope John Paul II, a prolific writer. Maybe some of his works have touched and inspired you. Let us know about that. Your favorite Catholic authors we're discussing here on You Choose Week, 833-288-3986.
1: So you probably didn't see Michael J. Michael J. says, Fulton Sheen. Okay, so there you go. And his books take me forever to read because every page has me put the book down just because I get so much out of it and have to think about it. I agree, Michael J. Did you see Adam's comment?
0: I did, yeah. Adam agreeing with our caller. He likes uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and also Flannery O'Connor
1: yep beautiful and then look at pam s i love this pam says searching for and maintaining peace a small um book on the peace uh, uh, peace of heart by father jacques do you say philippe or philippe i say, what philippe, do you say? Yeah, philippe
0: yeah philippe
1: okay a treatise on uh, peace of the heart i love that an amazing book that i clearly need to revisit wow That I agree with you. Well, Father Jacques Philippe, um, a lot of his books they use for pledge drive um, premiums, and they fly out, they fly off the shelves. I mean, Mm -hmm. big books. Remember, that's where we were first introduced, Jerry, uh, back in California, back in the day when we first did pledge drives. You remember that?
0: Yeah, his book, Interior Freedom, I think, was used as a pledge drive gift, and I've read that a couple times. Me too. It's it's just beautiful. Me too. He's just got such a a beautiful way of his spiritual writing. So yeah, Father Jacques Philippe, um, we would spell it, but if you you get close to the spelling on Google, Mm -hmm. you'll find him. Um, Okay, let's go to Raquel in San Antonio, listening today on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hello, Raquel. Thanks for your patience. Welcome.
6: Hi there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well. Uh, My favorite author right now is uh, St. Augustine. Um, I read a little book years ago when I was trying to find something for Lent, and I I ran into the book uh, Hungering for God. And what it is is uh, just excerpts of uh, the Confessions. But in sight is like just the the meat of the Confessions, and it it is beautiful. It's like a love story, a poem, a personal intertwining with God's love and yearning for His love. I just fell in love with it, and I, I take it with me when I go to adoration, because it's just a personal encounter with God every time I read some of that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, God, you know how much I love you, and, and when Augustine himself asked God, how long, how long, you know, am I going to keep yearning for you? And it, it's just a beautiful love story between God and Him, and and of course, if you're reading it, you're right there with Him. It's uh-huh. so beautiful.
0: It is, yeah. And you mentioned how it just talks about his, his longing, his yearning for God. I love his phrase, you know, late if I loved you, a beauty ever ancient, ever new. Um, because he, he, he thought that he came along to God and his relationship with God at a late point in his life. But that's the case with a lot of people. So in fact, I was looking online, I found a, a website that ranks Catholic authors and Augustine of Hippo was ranked number one among their uh, the people that's who right. voted for him. So that's right.
1: Oh, I so agree with you, Raquel. I could listen to you all day long. I I, I completely agree. And and you know the interesting thing about Saint Augustine um, as you as you. Uh, deepen your understanding of what he had to to say and to preach and to teach. And same with um, St. Thomas Aquinas. I mean, we've got to thank them because they are the ones that shaped our theology on angels. Mm. A lot of people don't realize that. So, you know, we we owe a lot to these great saints, right? Doctors of the church.
0: mm -hmm, We do. Uh, Yeah, a lot of them write things not even really expecting them to be published, and then they become great spiritual works that thousands, even millions around the world read. 8332883986. Who are your favorite Catholic authors? This is your show, Take Two, with Jerry and Debbie. You're making it another great conversation as we ask you who your favorite Catholic authors are. We have mentioned a few of ours. Several callers have gotten on the air. We have more from social media that we will get to in just a moment. And a phone line open if you have a favorite Catholic author to share with us and with the world. Please call and join the conversation. 833-288-3986. Debbie, you wanted to add something
1: I did want to share something, but Matt Kabinsky just typed over that Father John Ricardo is one of his favorite authors, uh, the the unexpected and extraordinary story of the gospel. And, and Matt Gabinski said it is amazing. I agree. Father John Ricardo does a fabulous do- job at communicating, and his delivery is, a, is, it is incredible how he does it. So his writings are great as well. Um, I would agree with that. I just want to say real quickly, Jerry, going back to Pam's comment, on uh, social media, when she said, "Searching for and maintain, maintaining peace, a small treatise on on peace of heart by Father Jacques Philippe." Um, folks I just wanted to share this because I remember a professor telling telling us this in um, theology class he said sometimes authors put like big words or kind of words that seem very academic or things that you would learn at a college level like the word treatise right and it's really a, a systematic um, um, discovery of, of a certain topic and it's a beautiful it's a it's a well laid out condensed way to explain something and that's what it is it's a small book Book on understanding something better and going going deeper, and I would just say to folks, please don't shy away from certain Catholic books just because of the title. If you may think, oh, this is way over my head, or I can't understand this, or oh, this is like a college level, don't please don't do that. Look inside of the book. Look at the reviews. And Jerry, you did you did just that. You went and looked at the reviews of of um, Father Jacques Philippe's books. And and can you share how how popular they are.
0: Well, I looked on Amazon and it had over 2,200 reviews, five stars. Uh, It it just had all five stars uh, lit up, if I can put it that way. So over 2,200 reviews and all very, very uh, favorable and positive. In fact, that book is going to be arriving in my mailbox tomorrow because I just ordered it.
1: You ordered it? Oh, good. Yeah. It's a oh, it's a great book. Pam, yeah. see what you did. Jerry just ordered May the me book. Spend
0: some money, Pam. Y-
1: yes, I love that. So, so I just wanted to share that with our listeners because sometimes these these words can get overwhelming. I remember in theology class, we would say to the professor, fa- we would say he, he was a priest and we we would say, Father, could you stop using nine syllable words? He says, I can't. We're in theology class. Okay, let's hear what Gigi has to say. Um, Gigi is our facilitator of our Inspired by Faith book and now Fellowship Club, and she lives in the great state of New Jersey, and she's on EWTN.com. Hello, Gigi.
7: Hello, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Gigi. I Well, you know, I, I have a whole list of books that I like. Um, and for a further list, they could always go over to your StandTallToday.com website Mm -hmm. And click on the fellowship tab and then you'll see a whole list of my recommendations. But uh, what stands out to me at the moment is Pope John Paul II's Crossing the Threshold of Hope. Did you ever read this? Mm -hmm. Um, Parts of it, not all of it, but yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. It was, um, it's in a question and answer format. He's being interviewed. Mm -hmm. So you really get deep into his mind, you know, this, um, interviewer asks the great questions of our time, and it's really timeless. Even though uh, John Paul II has been gone um, for many years, but I just love him. He is—he's uh, my favorite saint. He's my favorite pope. He's just fantastic, and his answers are really enlightening. So I think people would really like that. And of course, George Weigel, um, mm. his biography of Pope John Paul II was amazing as well. Um, the other book that stands out is um, uh, Father Cedric Pisania. Mm-hmm. P I S E G N A. Mm-hmm. He has really anything by Father is is fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of yeah. Uh, well, let me just share this with our
1: listeners. Gigi uh, father Cedric Pasenya, we've had him on on take two a couple times and I will tell you I I agree with you because uh, again like father John Ricardo tell me if you agree Gigi and Jerry um, that they have a great way to deliver the message the way they talk the way they communicate the way they interact with their listeners their audience is is just incredible that the give you can Tell that it's a God-given gift, and so I would agree with you on that,
7: Gigi. I totally agree, and and yes, he he doesn't um, he really speaks in such a manner that anyone can understand simple language, simple concepts, and yet very deep in his thoughts. Father Pizania is a holy man, a very good priest, and a wonderful writer. Um, yeah, it's the other book that stands out, um, is Travelers Along the Way by Father Benedict Rochelle. Mm
5: -hmm. I
7: loved him. I miss him dearly. His other book would be Arise from Darkness, which was fabulous. But Travelers Along the Way is a a lighthearted book. It's wonderful. And he just talks about the different people he's met in his life that have really meant something to him you know he was he got to know mother teresa it's just it's great It that's an awesome book as well peter kreeft is amazing J.R.R. Tolkien, scott hahn gary zimak if anybody has any trouble with worry or anxiety gary zimak z-i-m-a-k and you know i can go on <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Gigi, this is fantastic, and you, you would know a lot of great books by Catholic authors, and you've done so much for the uh, you know, the, the Fellowship Club and the Book, book Club for uh, Jerry and Debbie, and so thank you for that. And it, you're bringing back a lot of memories, you know, Father Groeschel. I've joked on this show and other places, you know, his fellow friars would ask him, Father, what are you going to do after dinner? Oh, I'm going to go write a book. <laughs> because he seemed to be able to come out mm-hmm. with so many uh, and deep and profound works, Debbie and Gigi. Mm-hmm. Not just, and he he was a prolific author. And I love mm-hmm. that book you just mentioned about how he who who it was that impacted him, because he impacted millions. But it's right. good to hear from him about who really helped to shape his his life and his spirituality.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I I I miss him too, Gigi, very much. Um, so so another off, author I know both of you will agree. um, a best-selling offer uh, offer, a best-selling author, um, but the offer is that you can uh, hear his radio show on Saturdays, is Adam Bly, uh, an incredible author. He's another one, Jerry and, and Gigi, similar to Father Benedict Rochelle. He's writing books like in a week and they're best-selling books on exorcism, ministry, and miracles, and it goes on and on. He does a great job at, at uh, communicating the message um, and so I would say Adam Bly that we all wor- work with in our ministry. But you can hear his show on Saturdays, The Spirit World. Uh, any last comments, Gigi, before we
7: let you go? I do have Adam's books. They are fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's very thorough. He's a thorough writer. Right. Um, and, his yeah, his show is amazing, too, that you just mentioned, The Spirit World. Um, my Thank husband you. and I are big fans of, of the show. But, yeah, yeah so... These books are great. There's a, a longer list on your website if you want to take a look
1: okay thank you so much Gigi. and Gigi's referring to the website StandTallToday.com. that we also have a great list and we have more coaches coming on board i meant to tell you that jerry coming in um, october we have more coaches joining the team
0: Mm, that's great fantastic Mm -hmm. and we should also mention folks if you're looking for want to pick up a copy of any of these books that we're talking about and any other religious articles check out ewtn religious catalog ewtn RC.com because uh, you know we need to support ewtn and be feeding ourselves not just intellectually but spiritually as well so remember ewtnrc.com when you're looking for great faith items
1: teresa says pope benedict the 16th oh we agree teresa and gk chesterton absolutely um, lucia says uh, father james how would you say his last name
0: um, Manjikal, is it?
1: Manjikal? Um, he's from See, India, yeah. Yes, I always defer to Jerry because Jerry is <laughs> so good at pronouncing things. He's amazing. Sometimes I even call Jerry uh, when we're off air and I say, Jerry, help me out at pronouncing this. That's how good you are, Jerry. Oh, I
0: don't know about that.
1: Well, I have to keep complimenting you so you keep helping
7: me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: Okay, and then we've got more uh Anthony on um Anthony on uh, uh Fulton Sheen, Dr. Scott Hahn, Father Donald Calloway. There oh, you go. yes, the consecration to St. Mm-hmm. Joseph and um the rosary books. Oh, yes, absolutely.
0: Good. Okay. Well, we got time to get you on the program today. We're in the home stretch, but we will accommodate you if you call right now 833 288 3986. Add to the great list of Catholic authors that your fellow Take Two family listeners are suggesting are their favorites today. 833 288 3986. We will go to Cleveland next. Donna is listening on The Rock. Donna, very nice to have you with us on this program today. Welcome.
8: Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Um, I just wanted to talk about my favorite. uh, One of my favorite authors is Dr. Scott Hahn, whom you've mentioned a few times. but he was very influential when I was um, doing Bible study, because I, I hadn't read a whole lot of the Bible, and we had done a Bible study on the chosen people through the Old Testament. But I got a book by Dr. Scott Hahn, um, it was an early one, I think it was before he was actually a doctor, um, and it was called A Father Who Keeps His Promises. Mm-hmm. And this is a book that takes you through all of the God's covenantal promises from beginning with Adam all the way up to um, the New Covenant promise with our Lord Jesus Christ, and it really broke open Scripture for me in a way that I had never um, encountered before. Because when I was doing the Bible study, we you know, we would take notes and and it, it was and we did a timeline and it was very dry. But he really made Scripture come alive. And since then, I I've Started, I started reading a lot more authors, and one of the ones you just mentioned was Benedict XVI, uh, Pope Benedict Sixteenth, and his series on Jesus of Nazareth. I ate every one of those books, uh, the three um, uh, in the, the Jesus of Nazareth series um, was wonderful, wonderful, so I would highly recommend those.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, I heartily join you, Donna, in recommending all of those. In particular, uh, Dr. Scott Hahn, who Debbie alluded to earlier in the program, I had him as a professor in college at Franciscan University, and um, where I'm doing my seminary and pastoral year here at the lovely, gorgeous Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach, Florida, um, we are uh, we have a series going on that I'm, I'm actually facilitating on Thursday evenings uh, in, in connection with the Eucharistic Revival, and this uh, tomorrow night starts. It's the first of six uh, weeks that we're showing Ska videos, the Eucharist in Scripture, and I just really encourage anybody if you want to see a lot of what the great work he is doing, go to St. Paul Center. It's the St. Paul Center for Biblical Theology. They're uh, they're just growing by leaps and bounds, Debbie. They are building, I think, like a fifteen million dollar project for a new facility, and really uh, touching lives around the world every every day.
1: Wow, amazing. Good stuff. I love this. This is incredible. Donna, thank you so very, very much for gracing this conversation. Wow beautiful um jerry before we go back to the phones uh, let me just share with our listeners if i can mm-hmm. if i may uh cresta in the afternoon he's a hero of ours we love al cresta cresta in the afternoon monday through friday afternoon four eastern time on ewtn radio al cresta and his guests talk about today's news and the things that matter most
0: mm-hmm. beautiful yeah, absolutely. 833-288-3986. This is what we call You Choose Week. Several weeks ago, our wonderful producer, Ace McKay, put up on the show website, which, by the way, is take dot com. He put up a, a link there where you could uh, submit your suggestions for topics. We've done this before, You Choose Week. And today, it's a listener by the name of John. Third day in a row, we've had a listener-suggested topic, and we will tomorrow, and then we have unscripted on Friday. So, um, thank you all for <laughs> adding your suggestions to you choose mm-hmm. week it was hard to choose the, the ones we did this week
1: it was hard to choose but again i want to i want to echo what jerry says and was was just stating just a second ago um, about our show team you guys are amazing matt kabinski i don't know how you do it uh answering the phones so quickly and efficiently and everybody just loves you matt kabinski you are incredible charles beery is on social media today he does a fine job we normally we have jeff burson he is really a truly a, a social media expert he's incredible he gathers everybody's comments like charles is doing today and of course ace mckay who's working behind the scenes uh round the clock i have texted ace like at 8 p.m at night and he texts back to me within 10 seconds of things to put up on um the um uh, Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. So it's so, uh, it's so amazing uh, what our show team does. So thanks, you guys. You really make us look good, sound good, and you make the Take Two family very happy.
0: Well, we always like to thank the affiliates as well, whether they're a single station or a network of stations. And we congratulate our friends at Archangel Radio in Mobile, Alabama, for being a part of the EWTN radio family for 13 great years. So we congratulate Ellen Taylor and her team at Archangel Radio from your friends here at EWTN. Keep the good work going there in Mobile and surrounding areas.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to share because uh, Charles is doing a fine job uh, lining everybody up on social media. So let's get to some of those. Comments coming in about favorite authors. Anna Marie says, Father Charles Van Winkle wrote a little inspiring book titled Jesus, Our Yearning, Joy. Not a heavy read, but rather a spiritual cup of coffee to get you through your day. I love those books. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Marianne says, uh, Father Jeffrey Kirby, yes, has written many books. And Has been on EWTN on Women of Grace. I am reading his "A Journey to Mount Carmel." Um, yes, we so we so agree. You know, Father Jeffrey Kirby.
0: Yeah, I've interviewed him before. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: on a yeah,
0: previous program.
1: Yeah. yeah, and Saint Therese's story of a soul and Bishop Fulton Sheen. Absolutely, Fulton Sheen, and oh yeah, Saint Therese's uh, autobiography, uh, "The Gift of Faith," um, and Jerry, take you it away because I, I, I knew say, it.
0: <laughs> say it again. I, I said, you're going to ask me again, aren't you? Well,
1: yeah, because you're the expert. Carolyn wants to know you, yeah. you to pronounce this author, Jerry. I
0: will. It's called, the, the book is The Gift of Faith, and it is a Polish name, I presume. It's Tadeusz Dącher. Daj- D A J nice. D-A-J-C-Z-E-R. Tadeusz Dotyer is how I think you probably say that. But the book is called The nice. Gift of Faith. Carolyn, thanks for submitting that as one of your favorites.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See, now, if I was that author, I would just say The Gift of Faith by Tad.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's like the, the guests that many people have had on their radio shows, Father Tad Poholchik of yeah. the National Catholic Bioethics Center. Exactly. Paulette on Facebook uh, brought one to our attention here, Debbie, that we haven't mentioned yet on the program, surprisingly, mm-hmm. Matthew Kelly. Yeah. She says all of his books are so inspiring and rereadable for guidance. Thank you, mm-hmm. Paulette, for mm-hmm. sharing that with us.
1: Absolutely. And then Gary Zimak's coming in strong with Beth. Uh, Beth said, Gary Zimak, all his books give up Worry for Lent. I couldn't agree more. A bestseller. Okay, back to the phones. We have full phone lines again. And Bernadette is up next in uh, San Francisco in the Bay Area of California. Beautiful area. Sirius XM 130.
2: Hello, Bernadette. Hi, I'm so excited to be able to mention John Gennaro, J-A-N-A-R-O. He is a professor emeritus at Christendom College. I discovered him because he was a, a writer in the Magnificat book, And something that stood out in that book for me was um, a a quote that he mentioned, and he said that the cloud says, I am nothing, humility says, I am nothing without you. And it just, I carry that with me. Um, It reminds me, uh, you know, that God is always with us, and that we have to turn to Him. He's written other books. He had uh, Lyme disease, which caused him to have to quit as a regular professor Mm -hmm. at uh, Christendom, but he does write... um, he is what they call an emeritus, and he does write. And that my my favorite book is Never Give Up. That's the one. And I've actually met him. I found out that my nieces and nephews all have had been taught by him at Christendom. Oh, so that was. So I got to I got to meet him. He's a very humble man and um you know he he's inspired me um very much so so i just wanted to put a shout out to him if anyone does not know him um he's really good he's written other books um the mystery of god the significance excuse me the mystery of god the significance um of religion in human life that's a, a good one and then Fishers of men um and the apostles of the modern age. He's just really in a brilliant man, uh, like I said, humble, and he suffers a lot, and he talks about that in a very hopeful way. So I wanted to give a shout out to him.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. I'm actually I looked him up here. I'm on his blog, johngenaro.com. dot com. J o uh, John, of course, and then J a n a r o. And he, he blogs very regularly, actually, and he's got one from uh, from last Friday. Or, um, I mean, Saturday for the Feast of St. Padre Pio on his on his blog there. Debbie, you'd be happy to know that.
6: Oh,
1: nice. Oh, I'm going to yeah. check it out. Bernadette, thank you so very much. I think this is why our John here on Take Two, uh, one of our listeners said we, he wanted some ideas because uh, we're learning and growing as we do this broadcast.
0: Yeah, right on the homepage of his blog, it has Never Give Up, An Ordinary Man Engages the Circumstances of Daily Life, Seeking to Draw Closer to the Mystery Who Gives Meaning to Everything. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like a great blog. I'm going to keep checking that out.
1: Me too. Me too. Good deal. Okay, so we will move to Danny, and Danny is in Pennsylvania on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Danny. Welcome to Take Two.
4: Hello there. How are you today?
1: Great, great sir, how are you?
4: I hope that my signal holds up but uh, to get this done quickly, St Ignatius of Loyola, the mm-hmm. sermon of spirits, I heard about him at a retreat at St Paul of the Cross in Pittsburgh and in 2015 when, when my wife was converting to be Catholic, a friend of hers and ours gave us a book from Father John Bartunek mm-hmm. called The Better Part. And it is awesome, because it describes the Gospel for that particular uh, Sunday, if you will, Uh, and breaks it down from a standpoint of Christ as the Lord, Christ as our teacher, and Christ as our friend. And it is just awesome. We refer to it daily. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, Danny, great resources there that you imparted to us. Uh, Father Bartunik, I I would agree with you. Um, Again, a great communicator uh, of delivering the message, absolutely, in a way that we can apply to our lives immediately. Uh, St. Ignatius, um, many retreats uh, around um, Ignatian spirituality, uh, very deep. Uh, contemplative way, um, and and I love it. I love it, and we need more of it. And a lot of quiet. Wouldn't you say, Danny, a lot of quiet, when a lot of people cannot settle their spirit, they cannot stay in that quiet, calm place too long because we live in such a crazy, busy, loud world. Uh, Wouldn't you say it's necessary now, today, more than ever?
4: Absolutely. The noise in the world today can take us directions we don't necessarily want to go, but we are pulled to go, and it's a a force that's hard to contend with. So one of the interesting comments that uh, the Deacon mentioned when he was talking about it that I thought was fascinating is, to give us more hope, he mentioned that whenever we're in our darkest moments and it feels like we are abandoned a bit, um, he congratulated us, he said, because you're probably closer to Christ than you ever were, Mm -hmm. and you're just being pounded that much harder by the enemy. Because of it. Mm. And that immediately gave me hope. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, we say on this show a lot, Danny, if, if you're not being harassed by the evil one, um, then better check your relationship with God and what you're doing to advance that. So thanks, Danny, for that call. Appreciate that. And uh, yes, so many great authors have been suggested here today. I think Father Bartunik, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was consulted. I think he was on the set for the filming the Passion of the Christ. Some priest was. I don't remember if it was him or not. Debbie, do you do you recall that? I
1: I don't I I don't recall that. But that's you know it's interesting. We have to look up more information on on um, oh oh it's at, Okay. All right. So we sh- we should check on that if if indeed he was on the Passion of the Christ too. So you know I do know this. This I do know. When I was reading the background for Mel Gibson and other um, productions, Christian productions, they do tend to bring in a lot of advisors um, uh, from various uh, Christian, you know, the, like experts um, like the Doctor Scott Hans and and people of that of that level that they really want to make sure they get it right because mm-hmm. if you if you slightly go off a little bit then you're going way you can get way off of topic yeah.
0: actually i was right about that he actually wrote a book about it father john bartunik he's a legionary of christ the book is inside the passion and insiders look at the passion of the christ and the forward was go. written by mel gibson so wow um, you may find that at ewtnrc.com if not it's definitely on amazon it's called inside the passion An insiders look at the passion of the christ by father john bartunik
1: Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Good deal. This has been incredible. I don't think or I don't think we're going to be able to get to anybody else. Am I right? We're well, going to
0: hear that music in seven seconds.
1: Okay. So then we want to thank uh, Bernadine, Jim, and uh, the others that are, that are talking to Matt Gabinski right now and everybody on social media. We'll log everything. Give us your comments. Send us emails. Take show um at take two at ewtn.com our website is take two show.com like us on jerry and debbie facebook page and jerry tomorrow our friend tony suggested um how has someone shown love and ministered to you in little ways that's for the thursday edition of you choose week
0: can't wait for that. In the meantime, we thank again our show team, Charles Beery. Jumping in for Jeff Burson on social media. Ace McKay, our producer. Matt Yabinski, the call screener. As always, we really sincerely thank you, the affiliates, for carrying the program. And Debbie, the Take-Two, Take-Two Show family made it another great one.
1: Oh, we love the Take-Two family. You guys are awesome. And until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask St. Joseph, please pray for us.